My mother was a great teacher. She was a great, she was a great, she taught me some stuff. And uh, really, I'm, I'm very serious about that. She really did. She, matter of fact, she taught me about religion. She did. She said, uh, when I spilled my juice or something on the carpet, she said, you, you better pray that stain will come out of that carpet. You better pray. And then she taught me logic from very decisive words because she, when I would say why, she'd say, because I said so, that's why. That's logic. That's, that's parental logic, in case you don't know that. That's mother logic. She taught me foresight because she said, make sure you always wear clean underwear in case you're in an accident. Well, amen. She taught me irony because she said, keep laughing and I'll give you something to cry about. She taught me stamina because she said, you sit there and all that spinach is finished. That's stamina. Let me tell you something. I probably had to sit a while. She taught me about the weather because it's, she, she would always say it looks like a tornado swept through this room. So I knew about weather. She taught me about the circle of life because she said, I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. That's the circle of life, isn't it? She taught me about behavior modification when she would say, quit acting like your daddy. And then she taught me about envy because she said there are millions of less fortunate children in the world who would love to have that to eat. And I would always say, I wish they had it. That's a true story. Mothers are great. Let me tell you about mothers. They can give you life, but they can't tell you how to live it. Or they can't live it for you. Let me put it that way. Mothers can teach you things, but they cannot make you learn. They can give you directions, but they can't be there to lead you every step of the way. They can allow you freedom, but they do not account for it. You have to account for it. They can take you to church, but they cannot make you believe. They can teach you right from wrong, but they cannot always make your decisions. They can buy you beautiful clothes, but you cannot make you beautiful inside. They can dress you up on the outside. They cannot make you beautiful inside. You have to do that. They can offer you advice, but cannot accept it for you. Can give you love, but cannot force it upon you. Can teach you to share, but cannot make you unselfish. They can teach you to respect, but cannot force you to show honor. They can advise you about friends, but cannot choose them for you. Although, mine pretty much chose my friends. They can advise you about sex, but they cannot keep you pure. They can tell you about the facts of life, but they cannot build your own reputation. I'm just talking about what mothers do. They can tell you about drink, but they can't say no for you. They can warn you about drugs, but they can't stop you and prevent you from using them if you so desire. 
They can tell you about lofty goals, but they will never achieve them for you. They can teach you about kindness, but can't force you to be gracious. They can warn you about sin, but cannot make you moral. On and on and on and on it goes, what mothers can do. You see, they play such a vital and important part in each of our lives. I know this day is, is not joyful for everybody. For some, motherhood is an accident and not always a welcome one. For some, biological motherhood isn't possible. For some, mothers weren't all that nice. And for some, motherhood under the very best of circumstances is still less than a bed of roses. It's, it's a tough path to follow. Your mother today may be here. She may have passed away. You may have bad memories of your mother or even worse, your children may not speak to you as a mother. There are a lot of things and a lot of emotions that are going on in our, in our society on this very day. One writer said, to become a mother is not so difficult, but being a mother is very much so. So I've, I've just come to talk today about, about mothers and, and what your role is and what you ought to be and how you need to be with all the qualifications. Why, why bother with the Mother Day's, Mother's Day at all? I'll tell you why. Because for all its stumbling blocks, pitfalls, broken dreams, soiled diapers, soiled wallpaper, spoiled uh, plans, we're talking about the beautiful ideal, a natural part of God's creation, and a plan to bring love and care and light to every life. Motherhood is a constant demand for the gift of loving and caring for their children. And mothers that don't care for their children, they're either warped, they got mental problems, or they got a sickness that they don't know how to deal with because a normal mother loves their children without reserve and without question. Amen? And without qualifications. Amen. Last time I checked, there's only two kinds of species born in this world when it comes to human beings. I don't care what they're telling you now. God created male and female. There is no other. They got new words and new philosophies and new ideas and not a one of them's worth a hoot, pardon me. But God's idea is he made man and he made woman. Women don't need to be men, and men don't need to be women. I'm not saying that for applause. It's, I, I've been preaching this for years, but now I really need to preach it. Now I really need to say it. Who would have thought? 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that we would be dealing with what we're dealing with right now. Because you see, God created a man to be the head of the house. He created a man to be the head of the woman. He created a woman out of the side of a man. And she is no lesser person 
but she has a role in life that God gave her in the scriptures. He made a woman because Adam was lonely and looked like he needed some help. And so he made Adam a helpmate. Are you with me? You see, this is, this is really sticky ground. I, I almost I get tickled thinking about it nowadays because when you, when you talk about man being the head of the house, I'm telling you, there's some women that want to rise up and say, uh-uh. But I'm telling you biblically, that's what God made women and men for. Man, you're the leader of your home. I'll talk to you about that on Father's Day. But woman, you are the maker of your home. And you are the mother of your children. And as the mothers of America goes, so goes America. You see, the Bible recognizes women of power, women in ministry and women with great work to do. Miriam, who led the people of God in praising after they crossed the Red Sea. Ruth, who put God first and became the, uh, the uh, ancestress of, of uh, King David. It was Deborah, who was a judge in Israel. It was Hannah, who led Samuel to the Lord. It was Esther, who took her life in her hands to plead for her doomed people. It was a little captive maid who told Naaman to go, to go find the man of God. It was the woman who was an, that anointed Jesus with the expensive oil, and the Lord said, I like that. It was the poor widow's gift. She gave two mites, and that meant more to Jesus than anybody else. It was Mary that gave birth to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It was Martha and Mary who served him, and Mary sat at his feet. It was Mary Magdalene who bought spices to anoint him. It was Lydia, one of the first converts in the place called Macedonia. It was Dorcas, full of good works. It was Phoebe and Priscilla, servants of the church. It was Lois and Eunice who taught Timothy the faith. I'm here to tell you God's got a place for you mom and it's a rightful place in the kingdom of God and God will help you fulfill your role. So being a mother doesn't suggest lack of initiative or ability. It doesn't mean that you, you're, you're a nobody. It just means you really are a somebody because I got news for you. I got real news for you. Ain't none of us guys would be here if it wasn't for them. I can't wait till these men start trying to have birth, give birth. That'll be next. They're trying to figure it all out. Boy, I'd hate to stand before God with that on my conscience. It was a guy by the name of Emerson. He was an American essayist that said, people are what their mothers make them. Think about that. You know that song? I can't sing it. I know one line. Mamas, don't let your babies. Oh, you know it too, don't you? Well, mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be sinners. Don't let your babies grow up to be lost. Don't let your babies grow up to be people that don't believe in the things of God. Abraham Lincoln, one of the great, great, great men of our country and in our history, he said this. I love what he said. I read it to my wife. All that I am 
or hope to be. I owe it to my angel mother. Abraham Lincoln said, all that I am and ever hope to be, I owe it to my angel mother. You think mothers don't make a difference? Well, Nero's mother was a murderess. And, and, and that, the rather dissolute Lloyd Byron had a mother who was proud and violent. Go study those guys' history. Give me a generation of Christian mothers and I will undertake the change or to change the whole face of society in 12 months, one man wrote. He also said, it is true to say that the influence of a mother in her home upon the lives of her children cannot even be measured. You have more influence than the school teacher. You have more influence than the preacher. You have more influence than the Sunday school teacher. You have more influence than the aunt or the, or, or the friend or whoever. Mom, you will always be mom. And the solemn responsibility of raising your children in the nurture and the admonition of God lies upon you today. You brought that child into this world. Be the kind of mother the Bible instructs you to be. Go read Proverbs 31 and see what a virtuous woman is because that's what God wants every woman to be. Amen. I read a little story, and I'll, I'll, I'll hurry, and I'm not going to take long today. Tony Campolo says that his wife was a brilliant woman. She had a Ph.D. and was capable of pursuing a very profitable career. Tony Campolo was a, is a, was a, a preacher and is a preacher. But she elected, he said, to stay home with her children when they were young. And her decision didn't bother her, except for the fact that when other women would ask, what do you do? She would answer, I'm a homemaker. I stay at home and take care of my children and my husband. And they would usually respond with, oh, and then ignore her from then on. And it got to bothering her. It just, it just got to messing with her mind. So Miss Campolo came up with this response when she was asked what she did. Listen to what she said. They would say, what do you do? She said, I'm socializing two homo sapiens and Judeo-Christian values so that they'll appropriate the eschatological values of utopia. What do you do? And they would answer and mumble and walk off. She stopped all that stuff. But let me tell you something. I got to read, read the hours that a mom spends. I don't know if you know it or not, but a mom's spent, spit can clean bumper off of a, uh, rust off of a bumper in a car. She, she can get stains out of your shirt with just like this. It's powerful stuff. They ought to sell that stuff in a bottle. She, look, a, a mom, a mom, I read one time, I can't remember the numbers, but how many diapers she changes a year. And I read also where she takes like 2.6 minutes changing a diaper, and a dad would take like 1.3 minutes. You know, to us, it's not to mama. She's going to make sure everything's right. It's the mom that, that has the, the, the great, what can I say, responsibilities that and she understands and she knows her part. 
there, there's, there's, there's a few marks of a great mother. I want to touch on them in five minutes. I'm going to go through them quickly because I want you to, I want you to know. If you want to read uh, a great scripture, go read Ma- Ma- excuse me, Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Go read that when you get home today. But here's, here's the marks of great mothers. Number one, they overcome all great barriers. Amen. She can overcome the wall of inferiority. She can overcome the, uh, cross the sea of anonymity. She can climb the mountain of diversity. It doesn't anything stop her from being the mom that she wants to be. They are empowered with great love, love that men don't understand. Her love's more powerful than her fear, more powerful than her shame, more powerful than her hardships, more powerful than sacrifice. Her love spans everything. Amen? They are armed with great determination. I base all of this on this scripture, Matthew 15, 21. It it talked about a woman of Canaan that came and said, Have mercy, O Lord, my son son of David, because my daughter is severely demon-possessed. And this is what she did. She overcame the great barriers. She empowered great love. They are armed with great determination. Nothing can stop a determined mother. Nothing can stop a determined mother. They know the power of great prayer. They acknowledge their own great spiritual need. They triumph because of great faith. And they don't need a name to be a great mother. There's a lot of women. She was this woman of Canaan. She was poor. She was an outcast. She didn't even have a name. She was elevated among the greats by no less than God himself. Great women, great mothers know how to cross the barriers and keep the faith and keep digging and keep plunging, keep moving. Let me tell you something. None are without mistake. Not one in this building, not one mother, not one, not one. Men are without are not out without mistake. We we all make mistakes, but here's what you gotta do, Bob. You gotta keep going back to the word. You gotta keep going back to the altar. You got to keep going back to the prayer room. You got to keep kneeling by their bedside. You got to pray. Look, take the oil and go through their room and anoint everything in their room while they're not home. You say, you ever done that? You better believe it. You better believe it more than I can tell you. Just take your bottle of oil and walk through the house and anoint their bed and anoint their dresser and anoint everything that they touch and say, God, I pray. I'm driving every demon out of here. I'm casting every spirit out. If you don't think they're after the devil's after your kids, honey, you are in a you're in for a great awakening. I'm here to tell you right now, the devil is fighting every day to take our children. He's man, I'm I'm just I want to tell, I want to thank God. We'll give God we've got a praise report right now, okay? Thank God I'm not raising teenagers right now. My heart goes out to you if you are, because there's never been a day like this day. There's drugs on every corner, there's illicit sex everywhere they look. There's no differentiation between men and women according to the world. It's a world that has okayed everything and anything. And brothers and sisters, we have to take a stand. And mama, you gotta do it because you're the one that is going to rule that kid and run that kid in the right direction. Don't ask them if they want to come to church. Get them up. Bring them to church. 
Don't ask them what they want to do. Tell them what they want to do. Look, you can't get the inmates run to prison. Amen? Somebody's got to be in charge here. My kids are here today, two of them. The other one's in Dallas. She'll tell you the same thing. I always told them, look, you're living here. I don't care how old you are. You're living here. We play by my rules. You get old enough to move out, you're grown. I can't make you do anything. But as long as you pull it up at 301 Chadwick, you're playing by my rules. As long as you slide your feet under my table, you're playing by my rules. That ought to be in a hard dad or a hard mom. That's being a real dad and a real mom. Because you can't let people tell you what they're going to do. Your children tell you what they're going to do. Your children will love you more. Your children will honor you more if you'll take a stand for what is right and never move and say, I'm not budging off of that. I'm never, look, my wife said it a while ago. I, I wouldn't embarrass my kids for anything. Do they do everything I like? No, and they know it because I still voice it. But they're my kids. And I want to tell you, if you want to get on my bad side, you mess with my kids. And if you want to really get on somebody's bad side, you mess with Arlene's kids. And mama, there's not a one of you in here. How many of you mothers in this room know your kids have made mistakes and some of them bad mistakes? We all know that, don't we? I went through some very dark days trying to raise my kids. I've laid on my bed and stared at the ceiling at night. I never will forget one particular night. I laid there with tears running down my cheeks. Here's what I said. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody does. I love my kids, and I'm going to stand by my kids. I'm gonna, they're not right. No, they're not right. And I'll tell anybody they're not right. But I'm not throwing my kids to the dogs when it's all said and done. I'm gonna, they're going to know I love them. They're going to know I'm standing with them. And I can name names to you right now, people that won't have anything to do with their kids because they feel like their kids are wrong. Let me tell you, if your kids are wrong, you're never going to save them. Not, oh, I didn't mean to go here, but here I am. You're never going to save them by pushing them out and pushing them away. You're going to save them by wrapping your arms around them and loving them and pulling them back to where they need to be. Amen? You're not responsible anymore. They're grown. They're out of your house. But let me tell you what you are. You're still their mother. You're still their mother, and you still have a right to speak into their life, and you can keep loving them and loving them and loving them and loving them. Is anybody hearing me? Cross all the barriers, pull everything out of the way, and say, honey, I don't care what, I'm going to love you no matter where you are and no matter what you're doing. I just, that's it. No fancy sermon today. Mom, you are great. And you are God's. And you have a job to do. And you will never quit doing your job. You, now, this is, this is true. She'll tell you this. It hadn't been just a few days ago. My mom, she called me. And she's constantly got a new revelation in medical science. She's just that way. She reads all the time. 
I mean, she, she fed my little sister orange juice and made her drink and like killed her. She, was, she, she thought orange juice was going to keep her alive, and she was allergic to orange juice. <laughs> we pick at her all the time. But, but she called me. It hadn't been but just a few days ago, Freddie, just a few days ago. <laughs> this is true, Mom. You know it's true. She, she started something. I said, ho, 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 ho. I was on the other line. I said, wait, 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 Mom. Wait, wait, wait. She said, what? I said, I am going to be 70 years old this month. I am not 13 anymore. I'm a grown man. I got a lot of, no, I don't have a lot of gray hair. I got a few gray hairs and a lot of no hairs. But she's still my mother. And she still wants to boss me around because she's 91 and I'm almost 70. And it's okay. And we laughed about it. But you know what? She will be my mother to the day she dies. She will be my mother until she's out of this world. And she'll still be my mother, but she can have a say in my life anytime she wants. And if you ever get too big where your mama can't have a say. Wait, 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 wait. I'm preaching. You, you ever get to where your mama can't speak into your life? You are in trouble. Say what you want to say. Trying to get him to eat right. My testimony. I don't need nothing to eat. I told you she had a revelation medical science. She's a, she's a doctor by the internet. She's an internet doctor. It's okay to laugh. But folks, listen, it's your mother. Your mother's got to have a say. And mom, don't quit talking. Don't quit saying it. Don't quit praying. Don't ever quit praying. I don't know what I'm going to do when, I, when my phone don't ring. And when I pick up the phone, call her number, and she don't say, I prayed for you already this morning. I don't know what I'm going to do because I live on my mother's prayers. I live by my mother's prayers. And you do too. You do too. Stand with me all over the house today.